0: is a project developed by Andrew Loper and John Delafranco during their time at Temple University in 2017. The project combines R&B, funk, and jazz that creates one of the most unique sounds out right now. They have released a handful of singles and EPs to critical acclaim. Their debut single, Control, won the Klein College of Media and Communications Award for Best Musical Production and was featured on 88.5's WXPN's Philly's Local Picks and featured on Radio 104.5's Live at Five series. More recently, their EP, Rubber Baby, just turned one last week on October 11th, which cont- continues to be a great collection of songs for the duo, and has aged beautifully over that time. This year, they have released their second EP, Buggy Bumpers, a remix of the song Someone Else featuring Forever and Rigo There She Goes, which saw the song move into a more dark and trap mood. And just about a week ago, Rubber released a new single, Little Sinews, that c- Features Kyle Sparkman and finds Rubber returning to their stripped back R and B sound, but with a with a more blues guitar solo mixed in. So, would you guys say that that's a pretty accurate description of of your of your group? That's us. Yep. Yeah, that's Rubber. Yeah. You got the you got the right guys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a pretty busy. Uh, been a pretty... Pretty busy year for you guys, the EP dropping and then the two singles, plus with with COVID and everything. And also, but before we get to that, um, how about uh Rubber Baby being uh turning one last week? Does it feel like it's been out for a year already? It It feels longer.
1: Yeah, it feels like it's like for me it's like simultaneously, it feels like it came out like two days ago, and also it feels like it's like a lifetime away somehow. Um, the songs were really, really old. So, like, John and I wrote them in 2017 um, and, like, 2018. So um, it took a while to record them. We were playing them, like, so much between writing them and actually putting them out. So um, that project really feels a lot older than it actually is. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been a wild ride, and um, and we're just excited to make more
0: music. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was probably crazy, Uh, touring like constantly playing live shows and stuff now all of a sudden with uh with covid and everything it's like you guys probably wish that you could play those songs again even though that they're so old or at least play the new ones yeah definitely sucks (laughs) yes yeah
1: it's pretty terrible
0: (laughs) yeah so how's um how's been staying creative during these times because i mean you guys have released earlier this year you you put out uh buggy bumpers before basically quarantine and everything and then recently the two new singles so you guys have clearly been able to stay creative during this time
1: yeah john do you want to talk about that one
2: yeah um it's been you know it's been uh some days i'll go through periods where i feel very creative get a lot of work done but then i remember like yeah it's a global pandemic no idea when the world's gonna go back to normal and then i kind of slip back into that like depressed mind state so yeah it kind of just feels like a constant like battle these days with my my mind but uh yeah i'm just trying to just trying to forget
0: yeah definitely uh i mean um The last time you guys were interviewed for, uh, Bell Tower, uh, Buggy Bumpers was just coming out. So there's probably like a huge ride of momentum to, to carry it out and like do live shows. Were you guys ever able to do a live show for that EP?
1: Yeah, we, we performed, um, for its release. We, we had a show at the Barbary in Philly. We, um, we played a couple shows after its release. I want to say, uh... We did a couple in DC. We did we did like weekenders up and down the East Coast, and then we actually booked a tour to South by Southwest, but obviously South by was canceled due to COVID. Uh-huh. So
0: yeah, how was that? How was that Barbary show? How did that turned out? How was the? How was the uh, the crowd and everything?
1: <laughs> it was it was a blast. I mean, it was everybody that we know and love in the Philly music community, and and like a lot of our fans came, and it was just really encouraging. We sold out the Barbary, which was which is a really incredible feeling for the second time. Um, and yeah, it, uh, it was just like such a killer lineup too. We had Suzanne Shears, CJ Mills, um, and it was just like, wait, who else? Taylor Kelly, that's who else was on the bill with us. And um that lineup was just like all of our favorite acts in the city. All Jacqueline, Jacqueline Constance too, right? Jacqueline Constance on the first bill in October twenty nineteen.
2: It all it all melds together for me. I'm sorry. Okay. Just go off what Andrew
0: says. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, that that sounds like a pretty crazy lineup.
1: Yeah, it was it was um a blast. And I uh, definitely definitely miss it a ton. But, you know, at least we got to at least we got to perform it and we got to celebrate that release before the world came crashing down <laughs>
0: around, yeah, definitely, um, and c j. Mills is someone who you mentioned, um, you guys have done a song together. Have't you an older one?
1: Yeah, we did um, we did a song with c j and forever. it's called uh episode, and it's on forever's. Uh, Ghost Town EP. Mm-hmm. We also have another song on that EP called
0: Kryptonite with Forever. Nice, nice. Yeah, and um, speaking of Forever, that new uh, Someone Else remix with uh, Rigo, There she goes. Forever. Tell me, uh, what was that like putting that song together? Um, how long was that in the making for? I
2: don't really know. How long? When did we start that?
1: Honestly, it was like one of the one of the early like quarantine moments of like let's do something like i miss you guys like what's up because we're they're they're good friends of ours like forever and, and rego and um we were just like let's figure out a way to like do something together you know we don't want to we're not ready to like release new music yet but we're also not ready to like like we don't want to like give up on these songs like that we just put out and haven't really got a chance to tour so um sent the, sent the song over to uh, Ren of Forever, who's like she's the producer and the one of the singers uh, in the group, and she just like completely reworked it uh, and made it like an emo trap, <laughs> emo trap, uh, a <laughs> sob, sob your eyes out track, and uh, then we retracked everything um, at Danny Camp Studio, who's another artist here in Philly, and uh, that. It was like, it was kind of a long process because with COVID, like we were just like sending tracks back and forth and it just took forever before like we, um, we kind of all felt comfortable getting into a room together. But once, once like restrictions started to lift a little bit and small groups were allowed, we, uh, we were able to get in the studio and that was really fun. But finally be able to make music again with people that we, we love and care about.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Cause, uh, most people that I've talked to, uh, music wise, like, uh, and like creativity, it's been kind of the same. Where it's it's kind of hard to stay creative during this time. And even though like there's so much downtime and everything, but for you guys, it sounded like it was kind of like out of necessity to sort of put music out or try and create something just because uh, it's just like something that you guys love to do and try to fill the void and everything. Um, have you guys been really working on anything else besides like music wise? Besides music, yeah.
1: Like for rubber, you mean? yeah,
0: for rubbers because, um, so sometimes people like during quarantine were uh trying to figure out like different ways to put out music or different ways to try and like stay creative. Like, were did you guys ever like put music on the back burner or was it always like that was like your main thing?
2: Well, we've been making a lot of music for sure, mm-hmm. definitely been making a lot of music and we we've, we've been um like that's the i think that's the main like creative endeavors that we've been going we've been going through with
1: yeah we we like i mean music is at the core of what we do i mean everything's kind of informed by the music and John and I are lucky because like our writing style at least for the last couple records has always just been kind of the two of us um so it's not like we depend on being in rooms with other producers and, and stuff like that. Like we can we can turn out music on our own pretty easily. Um, but the problem is like trying to replace the experience of the live show uh, because the live show is really where you know not only like is it my favorite part of. Being a musician, and I know John really likes that as well, like the, the performance and the, the just the adrenaline from from being able to perform with your band and in front of an audience. But on top of that, it's like the only way for us to make money, really, because no matter how many streams you get, you're really not going to make that much money off of a stream. Um, so it's just trying to like find those other ways of monetizing our art. Um, one of those has been brand partnerships. Um, we've been working on getting our strategy down for brand partnerships. And we've done a couple of small ones with companies like two robbers, hard seltzer, shout out to two robbers. Um, cause they're, uh, they're, they're a local hard seltzer brewing company here in Philadelphia. Uh, and just like, just like working on trying out different, different ways of monetizing like that. So that's been, that's kind of been on the docket as well and adjacent to like the music creation.
0: Yeah, definitely. Cause I'm sure, uh, since this is kind of, like, an avenue and, like, an experience that nobody's ever really uh, experienced before, like, you guys released these two new singles, and it must be really hard uh, not being able to tour and, and play those songs. Um, have you guys considered doing, like, a live stream?
1: Uh, we did do a live stream um, to celebrate the release of Little Sinews. Okay. Uh, on the, night, like like, the night before it came out. So, like, you know... The song came out at 12 a.m. on the fifteenth, so we did one at like 10 p.m. on the the fourteenth. I mean, that was fun, but they're not the same. Um, and also, they don't often pay. It's difficult to get people to pay for a live stream. Mm-hmm. Um, Luckily, we've done a couple with like other companies, like So Far Sounds, who've been major supporters of us, and they do monetize their live streams, um, which has been
0: really helpful and just like keeps us. Um, you know, solvent. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, talk about. Let's talk about the new single. A uh, little sinews just came out uh, on the uh, the fifteenth. So, what we're about a week a week it's been out so far. How's the the reception been for that single? Because I know I really enjoyed it uh, listening to it like constantly. Thanks, dude. Yeah, no problem.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. It's been, I mean, this is the fastest we've ever seen a song streamed. Mm-hmm. Um, we, hit, we hit a thousand in like four days, thousand streams in four days, which is is a new record for us. I know it's small, but it's, um, it's something. And um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm almost kind of happy that we can't tour it because it's a hard as hell song to sing. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a live stream or a live um session coming out soon probably by the time this podcast comes out it'll be out already um but yeah like we we performed that song like four times in a row and i was like
0: <laughs> by the end of it it was intense yeah it's awesome um so uh who who's doing that live stream for you who's going to be broadcasting that
1: it's not a live stream it's a live session, live session so, like, yeah it's, it's- It'll be on YouTube. It'll live
0: on. YouTube. Oh, nice, nice. When uh, did you guys recently do that? Like a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, we did it um, with Luke O'Brien, who's an amazing musician and videographer here in Philadelphia. We did it at Rec Philly uh, right before the song came out, um, and the live video will be out on November first.
0: Nice. So, someone, so everyone has something to look forward to. I can't wait to hear that song live. I'm sure it'll be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's good that you were able to get that, get that song done because uh, when live shows do become a thing again, then you'll be a pro at singing that song. Go. Yeah, gotta look at the bright side <laughs> of it. Um, yeah, and speaking of streams, um, I saw that Control has over one hundred thirty-three thousand streams on Spotify. That's pretty incredible. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, we're happy about it. Yeah, it's insane, and that's the song that. Uh, was really recognizable off that first cp that people were really just like vibing with and that's that's pretty awesome yeah
2: first song we ever released too yeah
0: there it is just trying to chase that i guess <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's a great uh it's a great accomplishment especially being uh, an indie band uh a lot of people struggle to get seen on spotify and stuff like that being an indie artist but you guys are doing a really great job and trying to get your brand out there and get seen and noticed. like you said, selling out the Barbary two times. That's pretty incredible. Even for an indie band. Like that's, you know, that's a great accomplishment.
1: Well, thank you. It's been, you know, like that sounds cheesy as hell, but like we couldn't do it without the people around us. Um, I mean, John and I love making music and we love being on stage. Um, but like, that's only one piece of the puzzle, we wouldn't be able to do any of what we've done without our manager drew and our advisors and like our audio engineer gianni um they are just like and our graphic designer tj i could go on and on but um without them rubber they are rubber like like they're they're vital to our process and are a big part of what we've accomplished so i just wanted to shout them out yeah
0: it's so awesome uh yeah, you guys have a huge team working behind you but I mean you guys are just keep putting out new songs new great things especially um someone else uh, the remake the the remix of that was um, one of the first songs I think we were talking about in the bell tower class uh, that I've listened to from you guys and that song that that remix is really incredible just like forever totally just original type of beat uh Rigo there she goes just incredible and adding into like Basically like the formula of that song is still there, but it's like new and fresh and everything. So like how was that uh that was kind of like a new sort of vibe for you guys really working on that song, like a new sound. What was that? What was that like going that direction?
2: Um well, you know, the the I think the beat was pretty was pretty much something that was just like handed to us by Ren. Like that's what that's what Ren made. So um yeah, it was it was weird, like Cause that's, it's not the type of thing I ever thought would be a rubber song, but I'm kind of learning now that like, especially with the stuff we've been making, like, I think, I think a rubber song can be anything. I think, um, we, we kind of have, we we don't really care about like genre anymore. We just care about making music that we like.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because I was going to say like, uh, some of your songs are more R&B-ish. Some of them are more bluesy. And then even with uh, Little sinews, you have that nice, like, bluesy rock solo by, what was his name? Uh, Kyle Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle Spartan. Yeah. I mean, just an absolutely incredible, like, little piece that you guys added to. And it just keeps rubber, like you said, like, rubber can be anything. It's, like, rubber is rubber. It's a new, jo- it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a new genre. It should just be called rubber. Just, like just anything. Exactly. Um, yeah it's it's definitely cool, and it can it can kind of like keep that creativity going, so it's not like oh, we have to write another r and b song or we have to write it. you know, and it's like we mm-hmm. can just kind of do anything because you have shown that you can do r and b songs and some songs are a little bit more poppy or have a little bit more indie rock in them, and then you throw in this new like hip hoppy dark wave kind of um hip hop track with uh someone else remix, and then with little sinews, it's like a whole new like blues type of thing. So, uh, yeah, really, the sky is the limit for what Rubber can create next.
1: And definitely, like, the stuff that we have coming up. um, John says a lot that we create better when we have limitations. Um, And the first two records, like Rubber Baby and Buggy Bumpers, we kind of didn't have any limitations. I mean, obviously, resources. Like, we, we didn't have a big budget, but we had this, like, big, beautiful studio at Temple. And all the time in the world and like a bunch of musicians who just like were interested in working with us and just like wanted to hop on the tracks. And so we, that was like a very maximalist two part record that we made. Um, and I love those songs and those are like my baby blanket. Like that is my, like, you know, that's where we started, but this next couple songs, like after little sinews are going to get, I don't know, John. What would you? How would you describe it? Where you're going? On? I think they're going to shock people.
2: I, I think I think they're definitely going to shock people. It's definitely very, very, very different than um, very different than both the the first two EPs, but also like the the fact that people liked Little Sinews. Like it's kind of giving me. Um, more confidence that people are going to like the newer stuff too. Even, even though the newer stuff after little sinews is still so different from little sinews.
1: But we're, we're planning on getting back in the studio with Kyle and Mel, uh, Kyle, Sparkman and Mel Dorrell, who are the two um, co-writers on that track, because that was just such like a, it was such a good time writing it and putting it together. So we're definitely going to be doing some more collaborations. Um, in the future with them and with other artists and in the community.
0: That's awesome. That's really exciting. Are you, are you allowed to say anything more about these new songs? Do you think that you're going to release them as an EP? Is it going to be more like single driven or do you guys not know yet? Singles. Singles.
1: We're, we have like singles. We have, we have an EP planned to come out a little bit in early next year um, and then we have like we have singles from now until
0: like May. <laughs> oh, nice! That's awesome. Hopefully yeah. by then, uh, some live shows can start can start opening up. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'm thinking um, at least at the very least maybe like a like an outdoor type of uh, socially distanced thing because I know that the, I've seen some some places do drive-ins like drive-in style. Uh, I know uh, Citizens Bank Park recently did one. Whereas like people drive up and you just kind of park and you're socially distanced from everyone and they have a big stage in the parking lot.
1: Yeah. The, the problem with those is there's like a really huge overhead cost. Um, mm. So like, you have to chart like, a you have to fill the park. You have to fill the place up. Like you have to fill it to capacity. And B um, you have to charge like a minimum of $45 a ticket or more typically. And that's just like base ticket, not even considering fees and like other things and you know how, tickets are with that kind of stuff like right loves fees they'll they'll just like pile those things on and so um it's really going to be it would be difficult for us to to do that if it if we were headlining like we're you know going to try and slide in some opening slots or see what we can do but for now we're just kind of stuck with the live stream situation um at least until the weather gets better
0: yeah yeah and i definitely think um like what i've seen from people that do live streams, it kind of opens up like a a chance for networking and it opens up a chance to just kind of collaborate with different people. Uh, I know a lot of people will put together these big live stream events where it's like three or four different artists or anything. Would that be something that you guys would maybe try and consider?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, to be honest, we've we've kind of done that Mm a lot. Already, like in the last seven months, um, we've we've done like the the different lineups. We actually approached WXPN with the concept for live and local, and we booked like Foxtrot and the Get Down and re- or no, who did we book? John? Um, for that, yeah, okay. wasn't it Foxtrot? It was Foxtrot. It was CJ Mills and Great Time. That's it. Yeah, uh, and we did like an IG live concert from the WXPN Instagram account. Um, and we've done stuff like that and it's, it's, um, it's cool. It's like definitely enjoyable. Um, but once again, there's always that issue of like monetizing and there are platforms like veeps who, where you can do that kind of stuff. But then, you know, if you're only chart, like you, you, I feel like we can only get away with charging like a maximum $5 to, to get into the, to the live stream. Like, I, I don't even know if I would pay more than $5 for a live stream. Um, and so you just run into the issue of like w- splitting a hundred dollars between four professional musicians and that just feels embarrassing, <laughs> you know, yeah, like the new world. Yeah. The the lovely new existence, the new normal.
0: <laughs> yes. But, um, you were talking about doing sponsorships and stuff. Uh, how's that been going? Teaming up with different companies and the brewing company. It's been
1: cool um yeah we we have we have a couple like cool opportunities that are coming up that um nothing's really set in stone yet so we can't really say anything but um just like keep an eye out because we got we got some cool content coming and we'll be working with some really awesome people and some companies as well
0: that's dope that's really exciting and then um when do you think uh, a new song will, will drop i know we're just a week after little sinews but you know the the people want more. After getting a little taste of that, it's like you want to keep keep putting out more.
1: Let's test John. John, do you know? Can I say it? Do you know when it's coming
0: out? Yeah. I is know this going to be an exclusive for the Bell Tower Hour? An exclusive I, think, uh, this John Exclu- I
2: think this is our first time s- saying it. Yeah, we got we got one
0: coming out third week of November. Nice. That there we did. go. There you have it. The Man Has Spoken, an exclusive for the Bell Tower Hour, is uh Rubber's next single will be released in late November, the third week of November to be precise. It's called Cloudy. Can you talk about it a little bit or have you said yeah. too much? Yeah.
1: No. no it's,
0: it's fine. Because <laughs> John, what you
1: you tell them about so it. So we
2: were um we were in Rock Call, Maryland um because Andrew's mom was house-sitting for a family friend. And it's really beautiful up there, and the house is really nice. So me and uh, our manager, Drew, went up there with him. um, And we brought some recording equipment. And um, we decided to work on a song that Andrew had written um, that I had heard before. And I had actually pr- produced a song for, kind of as a joke, um, and we decided, you know what, let's try to let's try to actually do something with this for real. And so uh, it was it was like very late at night in Call, Maryland. We
1: were a little drunk. We were a few oh, deep. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> <listen> a lot.
2: <laughs> and yeah, and we made and we made a song. And to be honest with you, the song that we're gonna release is like pretty much. Exactly what we made that night. Aside from you know some mixing,
0: nice. Just keeping it, yeah.
2: Just keeping it fresh.
1: Yeah. Final bass. Final like everything was done right, right there in that weird little room in Rock Hall, Maryland.
0: That's awesome. Is and that's going to be one of those songs that you talked about, uh, just being just kind of throwing everybody for a loop.
2: Yeah, I think it will.
0: Nice. I mean,
1: I think people will like it, but I also don't think people are going to be like that shocked. Um, It's definitely within the R&B lane. There's some stuff that we're going to be doing that's like more pop that's coming and it'll always have that like R&B flair to it. Like the soul flair. But um, there's some stuff that it's going to be a lot more pop influenced and like, you know, I know John counts like PC music as a huge influence. Yeah. You're going to start to see that come out in our music like very soon. (laughs) Maybe not maybe not this record like the cloudy, but
0: um, the next one for sure yeah, so, yeah so. yeah, can you talk about um any like besides um PC music can you talk about any other influences for uh some of the new material
2: I mean I think I've I think I've been citing Thundercat as an influence like since the beginning of all this, but definitely Thundercat um Bootsy Collins. I'm really influenced by a lot of bass players. Jacko. Um some non, some non bass players? Patrice Russian. Patrice Russian, definitely. Yeah. Um, Hundred Gex. Um. <laughs> honestly, yeah, a lot. A lot. <laughs> what?
1: Popo. Isn't yeah
2: there- <laughs> definitely. Um. Yeah, no, we, a lot of influences, honestly, so
1: many. I would, I would have to say for me, like lyrically, um, definitely like no name. Mm. Yeah. No name, SZA, Frank, Ocean, if that wasn't, (laughs) 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 I feel like you can just say Frank. I feel like if you just say Frank, people know. I was going to say, I think he's at that level at this point. You can just, he's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, those are, like, those have always been my influences. Like, I, like, ever since Channel Orange came out, I've been, like, a a diehard Zealot Frank Ocean fan. And, like, Control, like, says Control has been Mm. in my ears for years. That's Uh, such an incredible album. Yeah, Telephone by No Name also has been in my ears since it came out. So, like, these... Our influences, I don't know if they've really changed that much. We just, like, are starting to sound more like our
0: influences, I would say. And that's not bad, because you just named a, a, a couple a couple pretty incredible names. And I think uh, the best thing about those influences is that um, they just kind of push you guys to make sort of, like, your own sound. Because I think that uh, definitely, like, there's a difference between having an influence and being like a copycat. And I think you guys are totally doing your own thing uh, just because like, yes, yeah, something might sound a little bit like influenced by this, but it's rubber is totally unique in that way. And that it does, you guys just do your own thing. Thanks dude.
2: Yeah.
1: It. Thank you. I mean, you just like one thing that has really helped me in terms of creativity and just like being able to work through it. Um, is that like, we aren't, there is no inherent creativity. There's no, like, no one's creating anything from scratch. Like, human creativity is, like, taking things in that you see and experience and reorganizing them in your mind in a novel way. And that's what creativity really is, right? So just because, like, I used to be afraid of being influenced by other people and other musicians because I always felt like we needed to do something that's truly novel, but... Um, I feel recently more and more comfortable in letting my influence, standing on the
0: shoulders of my influences. It's a great way of putting it because that's real. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, everyone's kind of pulling from, from other people and, you know, taking influence from, from others. And I, and I understand what you're saying when, uh, yeah, I just think that's a great way of putting it, you know, standing on the shoulders of your influencers and, you know, just letting it just kind of do its thing and taking what you want and just kind of like morphing it into something that's your own.
2: Yeah. If we didn't let our influences come through in the music, then we wouldn't be being ourselves. And I think that's the number one thing we try to do is we just try to be ourselves.
0: Right. And I think that rubber is totally th- yourselves in that way, which is awesome. <laughs> now, um, something that I've been doing to uh, conclude these interviews is, playing a little game of uh this or that i'll give you guys two little uh two little things and you just pick well the first one can be uh what's your favorite new album that you've been listening to this year let me check my spotify it's a hard one i know because it can be a million of them
1: yeah oof it's also funny because like i'm totally not like i'm not tied to new music i'm just tied to like like, you know, if it's, it could be, it could be 10 years old, but it's new to me, you know?
0: Right. So let's say, um, something that came out in 2020. Yeah.
1: Um, 2020. how I'm feeling now by Charlie XCX has like, yes, uh, I've been really bumping that like all the time. So yes. Char- Charlie is so good, but also like industry games by Chica could, uh, that's also like another one that's in my ears a lot. Probably the, those two, <laughs> "Industry Games" by Chica and "And uh, How I'm Feeling Now" by Charlie XX. Because I can't ever just make one decision; it has to be. I'm
2: like I'm like Googling newer albums that I've been listening to to see if they're 2020, and like none of oh, they're all 2019. <laughs> oh, it, it is what it is. Thundercat 2020.
0: Ah, there you yeah, you. there you go. A great one. Um do you guys like releasing a uh, singles or eat or an EP? There's just two different experiences, right?
1: Like I enjoy, so I'm an album consumer personally. Like I enjoy listening to a project and I like creating that experience for our fans, but there's also like a lot of like insecurity and pressure tied up in releasing a project. So there's like, you know, internal grief that you go through mm-hmm. Versus the single, you just like if you like the song,
2: way lower stress. So,
1: yeah, it's just like it's like here, you go have it. Just take it. I
0: don't, I don't right, it's it. like a little preview.
1: Yeah, and it's it's just like fun. You can just have fun with it. But when it's a when it's a project, it's like please give me twenty minutes of your time or an hour of your time if it's an album. Um, so yeah, that didn't answer your question. And we didn't no, you but it it was, it was
0: definitely it was definitely a great <laughs> answer though because it's true. They're they are two do- totally different experiences.
2: I'm very excited for uh, the the debut rubber album, though. That's gonna right. be it's gonna be quite the event for, for me personally.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be. I can't wait for it either. I'm sure a lot of other people can't wait either. You'll find me under my covers, just like shaking. With- <laughs> <laughs> never, never. It's gonna be It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> As long, just make it like a uh, like a four LP experience. Yeah. Do like a do like a double album. Just like, do you guys have like twenty-four hours to just like <laughs> <okay>? Yes, <laughs> just twenty-four hour rubber marathon. Like, yes, or please. Okay. So
1: you guys. <laughs> what do people really want?
0: Right. Where's John going? I don't know. There you go Sorry,
2: is. my my mom was calling me from downstairs.
0: <laughs> it's all good, man. Um cats or dogs? Dogs. dogs dogs definitely dogs i love cats be. though Cats yeah. are great. Yeah. but yeah cats are dog. great gotta be dogs uh tea or coffee coffee
1: i mean i drink both every day so that's just one of those things i can't i mean coffee probably i enjoy coffee more i think
0: yeah yeah definitely Although tea is very nice. I'm more addicted to coffee than I am to tea. So <laughs> Right. Because it's like five teas equals the equivalent of the caffeine in one coffee, something like that.
2: Oh yeah. So you I know I, I need the caffeine as soon as possible. Right. Immediately.
1: I yeah, manage I'm, like a caffeine fiend and I currently live with him. And I <laughs> uh, since moving in with him. He, like, drinks, like, three cups of coffee a day, and now I drink three cups of coffee a day. So wow. it's, it's just, like... I,
2: I didn't drink caffeine today, and I actually have, like, a terrible headache.
1: Uh, like, struggling. <laughs> we love
0: addiction. <laughs> we love to see it. Um, hot weather or cold weather?
2: I've been enjoying... The cold weather recently just because it hasn't been like too too cold to the point where you can like layer up and you're like comfortable outside i'm gonna i'm just gonna say cold weather because we were coming off from like such terrible terrible hot weather especially living in philly oh yeah, yeah. i'm
1: gonna say cold mess um yeah cold
0: weather i like my layers. right yeah there's, there's i'll tell you those summers in philly are intense but nothing beats a cold winter yeah, true. You know, they're, they're both, like, radical extremes of each other.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm a fall person. <laughs> Ask
2: me in a couple months, I'll probably say hot weather.
1: Right, I, yeah. I, don't like, I would just like it to be, like, autumn all year. I want, like, oh my God. five degrees, so
2: great.
1: sunny, that's, and yeah, that's, that's it. That's all I need.
0: Light jacket. I just want to wear a light jacket. Yeah, that i was gonna ask fall or summer but i just i think we just kind of uh, yeah, i think we just kind of answer that <laughs> um digital or vinyl
1: i hate vinyl
0: yeah i have never owned hate- a record
1: player so i guess i have to say digital but uh, I, hate- I appreciate people who do like and buy vinyl
2: i actually i have a lot of vinyl Cause there, there was a point where I was like, like I have a turntable of vinyl and I was like listening to vinyl and stuff. And at some point I was just like, I hate the process of having to like take it out. Some people (laughs) love that. Some people love that experience. I, I don't get it. I don't
0: like it. And I don't think it sounds that much better. So. And hot take. So. (laughs) Yeah. So So we'll never see a, a rubber vinyl. No, that's not true. <laughs> I hope. I hope we will. I hope we will. Yeah, or a rubber cassette. But that's a whole different story. That's, like,
2: that's a really good idea. That's a really. Yeah. I don't. Do you think? I don't know if people that listen to us would bother because some some people do get away with um, releasing cassettes these days and making money that way. I don't know if our listeners would listen to cassettes
1: though. Something to think um, about. I don't know. Like I think, a good chunk of our audience are like the audiophile weirdos who really like that shit. Can I say shit? I don't yes. Know. I guess you can keep me out if that's a problem. So but, good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like everybody has their niche. Everybody like has that thing that they like, and some people like cassette tapes. And um, I know that one thing I do know about our audience is that like they're the music nerds, typically. So um, some of them might like that experience. But it's a lot of overhead, so we'd have to... like. You
0: know, we'd have to have a reason to make them, right? Yeah. Well, when the when the time comes, I'll definitely be the one to get that uh that first pressing of the new rubber record, oh, and yeah. the tape, and sure. the tape. But then the CD, I don't know about that. I don't yeah. own a CD player.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I don't, I don't really listen to CDs.
1: No, we do get asked. That's the thing we get we get asked about CDs the most, like at the merch table, right? Um, and then we get asked about vinyl. Yeah, I would older I could see people, yeah. Older people like the CDs. Older people are like, I wanna to listen to my car, and I'm like, you could just, you know screen just have have your screen. son
2: show you how to set up the Bluetooth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my son died three years ago.
0: Ooh. Morbid. <laughs> Plowing ahead. Netflix or Hulu?
2: Ooh. netflix is terrible Netflix got some hot takes after
1: hot takes
2: i hope i didn't just ruin a netflix uh business <laughs> connection
1: but um yeah no netflix, that's... Let, us, let us on your platform so we can make your content better
2: yeah
0: that's true the li- the live uh the live session of rubber the okay. unplugged session Listen, that has been like on my goal
1: list for so long because no one is, no one does that. We have comedy specials. Why don't we have music
0: specials? Right. We used to, but they, MTV stopped doing that with Unplugged. Yeah. They need to revert, they need to revitalize that.
1: Yeah. They need to do Hulu, Hulu Unplugged or Netflix Unplugged. Like, they, like, I am wholeheartedly like going to leave this charge for these things. Like, I want this so badly. You have no idea. And I, like, so don't be surprised if, In like 10 months, you see rubber on some random streaming service because God knows we'll never get on Netflix or Hulu. But um,
0: you guys could just start your own. Not after this. (laughs) Yeah. They hate Netflix and they hate vinyl. (laughs) Horrible people, then. How dare they? Um, Instagram
2: or Twitter? Instagram, Twitter will rot your brain out of your head.
1: Instagram will also
2: rot your brain out of your head, but Twitter will do it way faster.
1: Instagram is a fantastic tool for music marketing. And Twitter is where I go for my news. And to be emo online. (laughs) (laughs) So, there you go.
0: Um... Here's, here's one of my the ones I've been asking constantly, and I love hearing the answer, too. Uh, mosh pit or stage dive?
2: I'm going to say mosh pit. I don't like being touched by people, and I definitely don't like being carried by random people. No, so I'm going to say
1: mosh pit. I'd be, like, way too... Like, I feel like I'm very dense. <laughs> I feel like if I if I were to, like go into a crowd, they would just drop me. Um, unless, you know, it was, like, packed so tightly that they could support, like, a human body. Um, and honestly, Mosh Pit, like... I'm, I'm sorry, I hate that stupid, like, 17-year-old to 19-year-old white guy that's, like, throwing his fists around. Like, what the hell? Like, put yeah, his in his pocket and jump up and down. Right.
2: I do like a good mosh pit though. I miss I miss mosh pits a lot.
1: It can be fun, but also do not swing your arms around. Yeah, no, that's terrible. That's terrible.
0: Yeah, definitely dangerous too. Yeah. Um we'll do this will be the final one. Music festival or club show? Festival for me all the way.
2: I want to I want to play a music festival so bad. I mean, we did play music
1: festival,
2: right? I mean, but I mean, like you know, I want to keep playing them. I want to go, you know, once all this comes back. But I, I also love club shows. Yeah,
1: I. Yeah. It really depends, like obviously, but I, I was like a religious Firefly attendee, and um, in my in my youthful years, as if I'm forty now, which I'm old. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I used to go to Firefly every year, and and that was like the most lovely experience and i want to be able to like bring that experience to other people
0: so, yeah definitely cool. although the um do you guys really like doing those those small intimate shows too like what yeah, was the smallest sure. show that you guys have ever done
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean like there's like small inadvertently because no one showed up um yeah. but then there's like small intentionally because small
0: intent to- yeah let's yeah. talk about small intentionally <laughs> like our
1: first show ever. There was like six people, and they were all my friends. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we used to we used to do a lot of So Far Sounds shows. We'd love to do them again, um, but obviously things are not happening right now. But uh, we've done some really cool, like for example, um, John. What's a good So Far show that we've done? Um, North Carolina. Oh well, those were big though. Those those had like- yeah yeah that one was pretty big. Yeah. Um. We did one in Baltimore uh, at a like healthcare or like a, like a health and lifestyle store that they like that so far came into and turned it into like a small venue and everybody sat on the floor and we like sat in the shop window and performed with no amplification. And there must've been like, I guess there were like 25, 30 people there, but it filled up this tiny little storefront. Um, and that one was really that was cool. The thing is, is, is like I, when I sing I make a lot of eye contact with people, and in those environments, like you're getting like stared down by me. <laughs> like if there's only like 25 of you, like you're all getting my full attention, pretty much. So <laughs> they, they really got like they really got a, an intimate experience. <laughs> some people are like, some people love it, some people like eat it up, and then some people are like, oh my god. <laughs> like that yeah. the boyfriend of the girl who like drug him to the show and like doesn't want to be there and i'm just like singing right into his eyes and he's like Ugh.
0: that's, that's <laughs> i love it that's awesome making making him uncomfortable <laughs> well thanks guys i really appreciate you guys uh taking the time out of your day to uh to talk it's really awesome of course
1: yeah, yeah our pleasure the temple temple owl community or whatever we would call
0: uh, <laughs> always community. yeah everyone make sure to uh to stream rubber baby officially one years old as of october 11th buggy bumpers is out someone else remixes is out little sinews is out there's new music coming coming your way rubber is definitely uh keeping creative during these trying uh covid times so that's definitely a bright spot of 2020 we'll definitely be looking forward to that new single that we were told so uh, so graciously by Mr. John Del Franco so that would be our uh, our little sneak peek make Almost sure to
1: uh, when it came out or when it's coming out that was right. honestly...
0: <laughs> make sure yeah everyone make sure to follow them on Spotify follow them on Instagram uh, it's what's your Instagram at it's is it just rubber At Rubber Official. At Rubber Official. Make sure to follow them on there. And thanks, everyone, for listening.